Have you ever been so in flow that you're just losing any concept of time and just enjoying what you're doing completely that you just lose hours of your day? I know I've definitely been here while reading, practicing yoga, or doing fun things like even just watching TV. I can be totally in flow and enjoying the television show that I'm watching that I completely lose like hours of my time. There are also times when I do this with work, like I'm so into a project that I just keep working on it and I lose hours of my day and even though I might be productive in some parts of those flow states, I'm also not eating so my brain energy isn't what it's supposed to be. I'm like also not working out so I'm not getting my energy moving. There are times when flow can actually be a little detrimental to us and that's what I want to talk about in this week's episode. And of course, I'm not saying that flow is a bad thing. That is definitely not what I'm saying. In this week's episode, I want to talk about the balance of having flow in our lives versus doing things that aren't as flowy. And I do think that there is a nice balance number to talk about, but ultimately we have to find what works for us and what doesn't. Welcome to Balance Tips Tuesday. I'm Amira, your podcast host and the author of Goal Setting 101. This podcast is all about balancing your goals with everyday life. I want you to drop the guilt, forget being perfect, and instead take small, actionable steps towards your dream self. Are you ready? Let's explore what balance is to you. So it's kind of funny, last week I totally started talking about internal and external motivation and I just didn't even explain what those two were. So I want to go back and give you guys the definitions of those two things so that you can understand them too. Internal motivation is actually another way of saying intrinsic motivation. So if you're ever looking for research on this topic, you want to Google intrinsic motivation. I like to call it internal because it just makes it so much easier to understand. Internal motivation is taking action for internal reasons and it's not done for any external reason. So an example of this may be you really want to paint a picture because you feel inspired to, so you sit down and you paint that picture. In the middle of the motivation continuum, we have external motivation, which is actually called extrinsic motivation. So again, if you're going to Google any research on this, you want to look up extrinsic motivation. External motivation is taking action to gain a reward or incentive or to avoid a punishment or consequence. Some examples of external motivation may be doing something for food or for money or for approval or for likes on Instagram or because somebody else wants you to do it. Maybe for smiles or praise, or maybe you just want attention. Whatever it is, external motivation is always something that is outside of the self that is driving you towards doing something. So instead of sitting down to paint a picture because you want to paint a picture, you might sit down to paint a picture for somebody else as a gift or somebody who paid you to do it. There are all different reasons on why we are driven to do things, but ultimately on the outside, it looks the same. We often lose ourselves in detrimental flow states because we're not actually aware of why our current self is motivated to be doing what we're doing. If we have internal motivation on one end of the spectrum and external motivation is in the middle, then on the opposite end of internal motivation, you actually have a motivation, which means that you have zero motivation to do something. And usually people who are forcing themselves to work on their goals are in the state of a motivation and they're not yet able to understand how to use external motivators to really get them to work on their goals. 
I will be talking about all the details of how to use external motivation in next month's podcast episodes. I want to focus on internal motivation first because it's actually a stronger motivational style. But again, this podcast is about balance, so it's really good to understand internal and external motivation and learn how you can use both of these in your goal-setting journey. Hey, here's your reminder that you don't have to wake up at 5 a.m., work out every day, or strive to become a millionaire for you to feel joyful and free. You can achieve your goals, whatever they may be, on your own terms. That's guilt-free goals. You can learn more about how to set goals that go with your natural flow in my book. Get yours today on Amazon and Kindle. Go to guiltfreegoals.com to find your direct links. This episode is all about a state of flow. So a flow state is when you're fully immersed and enjoying the activity that you're doing. And it usually has to do with losing oneself in the activity. So you're just you have no concept of time, you know, you're enjoying it so much, five hours pass and it's like nothing happened. That's like a state of flow. It's just so enjoyable that you don't even have to think about what you're doing. You're just doing it. Ideally, if you are in a state of flow doing what you're doing, that is incredible because then it feels so effortless and it's so joyful to do. Last week, I talked about how we should be using motivation and forgetting about discipline and not punishing ourselves there are some times where the style of motivation like punishment does work of course it works it doesn't feel good though so i'm just showing you more ways on which you can bring joy into the goal setting journey ultimately the proportions of when you want to be in flow and when you don't want to be in flow are up to you but i really like the idea of bringing joy into the goal setting journey for about 70 to 80 percent of the time You actually don't want everything to always be flowing and growing because there is merit to be found in those times of struggle and hurt and stagnation and feeling stuck. Those are times that actually like, it's like a slingshot. It like pulls you back to sling you forward. And if we're not actually embracing those times of being stuck and we're like avoiding it or just, you know, working on different things instead of focusing on what is coming up in the moment, then we're actually going to be doing ourselves a disservice. So I said that merit is found in like times of struggle and hardship. It's actually really funny. One of my favorite shows, 3%, it's a Brazilian Netflix original. They actually talk about this concept in depth, but in a more, in a dystopian future kind of way. But it's, it's actually a kind of great concept that we really do find who we are in those times of struggle. And we learn so much more if we're not always in a state of flow. I'm going to read you guys one of my favorite passages called The 70% Rule. It's from a book called Don't Worry, Be Grumpy, and it's actually one of my favorite books because the stories in it are just so heartwarming and I learned so much from reading it. I will also link this book in the caption of this podcast episode. So The 70% Rule is written by a Buddhist monk, just to put that in perspective before I read it. Before I became a monk, I was a teacher in a British high school. Teaching teenagers is enough stress to make anyone think of renouncing the world and becoming a monk. When I had to give my first exam in mathematics, I asked a senior teacher for advice. He told me not to make it too hard because if the average score is 30 to 40%, the students will become discouraged. They will start thinking that math is too difficult and give up. Conversely, if the test is too easy and the average mark is 90 to 100%, then the test would be pointless. So he advised me to set the test aiming for an average score of 70%. 
That way, the students will be encouraged in their ability to do well at mathematics and in the 30% of the test where they make mistakes, I would be able to identify their weak points and address those in the next lessons. The exam was 70% for encouragement and 30% for learning. Later, I realized that the same applies to life. If your average score in life's test is only around 30 to 40%, then you will become discouraged, even depressed, and give up. And if you always score 95 to 100% in life, you will learn very little and stagnate. But if your life score is around the magical 70%, then you will have enough success to retain your motivation and enough failure to learn and grow as a person. So I love the 70% rule so much. I think it totally applies to goal setting and all of life. It can be detrimental to be in flow and in internal motivation and always motivated 100% of the time. It's best to hit that 70% of ease and use the extra 30% of, you know, those hard times for your growth. As always, it is all about balance. If you like this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and take a minute to rate it and leave a review if you have time. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you guys have a happy Tuesday. I'm so grateful for you tuning into this week's episode of the Guilt-Free Goals podcast. Ready for more? Download your free dream self workbook from guiltfreegoals.com to get started in achieving your goals. You can find different supports in reaching your goals through my website and my Instagram at guiltfreegoals. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take two minutes now to leave a review or share it with a friend. Thank you for taking this time for yourself to invest in your dreams guilt-free. If you're listening to this in real time, I'll see you next week. And if not, get ready to binge the next episode.